0: Good morning, very warm welcome to our service this morning. It's lovely to have your company. This morning, Roddy Lewis, one of our church wardens, will be reading for us. Dan Williams, another of our church wardens, will be leading us in prayer. And Elizabeth Williams will be drawing out the lessons that we can learn from the story of blind Bartimaeus. As we gather this morning, let me pray then the collect, the special prayer of the church for today. Blessed Lord, you caused all Holy Scripture to be written for our learning. Help us to hear them, to read, mark, learn, and inwardly digest them, that through patience and the comfort of your Holy Word, we may embrace and ever hold fast to the hope of everlasting life, which is given to us in our Saviour Jesus Christ, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.
1: i
2: Today's reading comes from the Gospel of Mark 10, verses 46 to 453. Blind Bartimaeus receives his sight. Then they came to Jericho. As Jesus and his disciples, together with a large crowd, were leaving the city, a blind man, Bartimaeus, which means son of Timaeus, was sitting by the roadside begging. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout, Jesus! "'Rabbi, I want to see.' "'Go,' said Jesus. "'Your faith has healed you.' Immediately he he received his sight and followed Jesus along the road. These are the words of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
3: Blind Bartimaeus. The story from the Gospel of Mark that we just heard is of a blind man being healed just outside Jericho. He wasn't the first person to be healed from visual impairment. Like all the other stories that make it into the accounts of Jesus's ministry, there was something significant that we uh, can learn from his character. What was so special about blind Bartimaeus? Nothing, except his faith. He was an outcast, a beggar, a blind man, but his faith has withstood the testimony of time. Bartimaeus is a testimony of one man's determination to be healed. He refused to be silenced when others tried to shush him and cried out to, Je- when he cried out to Jesus. Someone who finds grace with God is the one whose desire for grace is greater than the obstacles to grace. His prayers will not be stopped by the opposition of family or friends or religious authorities who try to silence him. His prayer is desperate because he's come to understand his great need for Christ. The man's prayer was simple. He didn't find his prayer in a prayer book. He'd simply recognized Jesus was the promised son of David. The words which came from his lips came first to his heart. They expressed they express the deepest desire for mercy. Even before Bartimaeus had a personal contact with Jesus, he believed him to be the Messiah, the Son of God. And as Matthew used the term in his gospel, the Son of David, because he wanted to prove to The Jews, that Jesus was the promised Messiah. The Old Testament said the Messiah would be a descendant of David, whose kingdom would last forever. Though people tried to get him to be quiet, Bartimaeus was completely focused on Jesus. The Pharisees were questioning Jesus's authority, yet Bartimaeus was shouting out the truth for anyone who'd listen about this man who had come to open the eyes of the spiritually blind. Why did Bartimaeus throw his cloak? The Bible tells us that a cloak was an important possession for Israelites at that time, keeping them warm at night and even used as a guarantee for a loan. As a beggar, Bartimaeus might have spread it before him to collect coins. Some scholars think it was a show of faith. He believed Jesus would heal him and he would no longer be blind and need it for others. Yet others suggest that he wanted to make it easier to get to Jesus as such cloaks were big and heavy and being blind it would be safer. What is it that this story of blind Bartimaeus teaches us? One is that we shouldn't let anybody silence our voices or dampen our enthusiasm when we want to follow Jesus. Bartimaeus knew that Jesus was nearby and he had a chance to be healed. His only resource was his voice, but people tried to silence him, but he didn't let anybody silence him. And we shouldn't let anyone silence us when we follow God either. When Bartimaeus called out to Jesus, he stopped. He stopped for a man that many wouldn't have given the time of day to. He lived in a society where physical ailments were believed to be a punishment from God. Yet Jesus stopped and waited for the blind man to make his way to him. Like Bartimaeus, we need to focus on God. We can only do that when we pay attention to the path set before us and not allow ourselves to get distracted by what other people say to us or about us. We have to make a decision to pursue God, even when things get in our way. We should want to be with God so much that we don't allow any obstacles to get in our way. Another point is that we shouldn't pay attention to the crowd. In the story of Bartimaeus, we saw the people try to silence him when he cries out to Jesus. Had it been up to them, Jesus Would have walked past the blind man and everything would have remained the same. When Jesus stopped to speak to him these people tried to encourage Bartimaeus. They called him to cheer up and to come on as Jesus was calling him. Probably some of them were the same ones who had previously rebuked him. So the lesson we learn is we can't listen to the crowd. The crowd is changeable If we're going to follow our purpose, we have to base our decisions on a standard that doesn't change. God never changes. He's the same yesterday, today and forevermore. He's the one we should use as the measuring stick for what's good. Our actions should be based on what he says rather than on what the world dictates. If we reflect on the healing of Bartimaeus, we realise that while we live out our lives on earth, we need to remember that this space is not our home. We have to keep our eyes focused on God and keep doing the things that draw us closer to him. It's easy to make excuses for the things we know we should do, but are not doing. But there will be a time when God shows up in our space. You'll be ready to leave everything, will you be ready to leave everything behind and follow him? Or like the rich man, the rich young man we heard about last week, will you be hampered by the stuff you're holding on to in this life? Will you let the truth of what we have learnt in the Gospels set you free? Or will you remain spiritually blind because what you have is familiar? The man the story is about is no longer blind Bartimaeus, he is forever seeing Bartimaeus. And what does he want to see? He doesn't rush to his family, or the temple in Jerusalem, or the beauties of nature. He wants to see the man who opened his eyes. Immediately he recovered his sight and followed Jesus in the way to Jerusalem. As Mark puts it, in the way means that he's going towards his death and resurrection. Christ was passing by. He'd never be in Jericho again. And if Bartimaeus had not called out to Jesus, he would have been blind for the rest of his life. Christ's salvation is on offer to all of us now. Let's call out to him now in our hearts and ask him to open our eyes so we can see the glory of his salvation now and in the life to come. Amen.
4: Let us pray. O Lord, God of heaven, the great and awesome God, who keeps his covenant of love with all who love him and obey his commands, we humble our hearts before you, before your holy throne and the Lamb of Judah, to give you thanks, to give you praise, and to give you glory. Lord, we pray you open our eyes, open our ears, open our hearts to your spirit, Give us an understanding heart to love and forgive as you have commanded us. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Loving Father, thank you for your mercy and your grace and peace. Thank you for leaving your Holy Spirit with us to teach us, to comfort us, and to be our protector and stronghold in times of despair. Help us to understand our calling as you intercede and pray for us with your balm of fragrance, which is pleasing to our Father. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord of all creation, your children fail you daily. You know our hearts, our pains and suffering. We cry to you to help us through these dark seasons and bumpy roads, and helplessness on our journey. Lord, we bring our lives as a daily offering to seek you while you may be found. Thank you for your holy word where we can seek you and find the resources we need. Father, thank you that you love us, we love you. Help us to look to you always. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Loving Lord, We pray for our local churches, for a bishop to shepherd us, for our clergy, Vicar Adrian, Reverend Andrew, Reverend Glynn, Elizabeth, our lay reader, Ben, our trainee ordinant. Pour out your grace and enlighten them with true knowledge and understanding of your word, and by their preaching, and living, build up our church. Strengthen them in love and give them the wisdom to know how to extend your love without compromising your justice. Bless our families, our friends and neighbors. Bless our congregations in Laker and Kosainen with family warmth and fellowship. Increase your grace so we can continue to love each other and to gladly continue to receive your holy word with true adoration for you. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Merciful Father, we pray for all your dear children in every country and nation and for future generations to come. Lord, we pray that parents will nurture their children with love and acknowledge and an acknowledgement of you, and to help their children develop spiritually. Lord, we pray for boldness and courage to empower youth leaders and youth teachers to revive and restore your dear little ones, to know that the fear of the Lord is their strength and the beginning of wisdom. Lord, we pray that parents will make sacrifices to have the time to encourage their children in your word. Lord, we pray for children walking in disobedience. Hide them in the cleft of your bosom to learn your stewardship and not let social media steal away their young minds. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, we give you praise and thanks for our church members, our PCC members who work with sterling zeal for a vision to bring in a rich harvest Father, we thank you for the food banks serving such a a needy cause. We thank you for the inspiration of Mary summer and Mother's Union throughout the nations, for those working on the front line and those working behind the scenes. Thank you for our health service and scientists and for volunteers in all walks of life. Bless them to continue in that spirit of love for one another, and to hear the cry of others, and to glorify your precious name. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on us. Help us to realize you have already planned out our lives, and to see the bigger picture and vision, and to walk in it. Help us that when we feel discouraged and let down, you see your purposes being worked out. Give us the grace to realize that we need you today more than we did yesterday. Help us to put aside love of self, division and differences and return to you our first love. Help us to listen to your voice in scripture and cultivate the fruit of your spirit. Help us to qualify in this race of existence so that we can hear you say, well done, good and faithful servant. You have run the race to the finish line. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Merciful Father, we pray blessings on our country and our ministers, for our Queen Elizabeth. We pray for wisdom and understanding for judges and magistrates, and all who are in authority over us. Help them to maintain truth in corrupt societies. Father God, we pray for all the needs of your people here and around the world, that we will diligently seek you and live after your commandments. Lord, comfort and help the weak-hearted. Raise up them that fall and bring them into the way of truth and all such as have made mistakes and are deceived. Lord, we pray your protection over pregnant women, women in labour, the vulnerable, the homeless, the refugees and the sick among them, especially the children. Lord, we pray you show pity on captives and prisoners that you will defend and provide for all who are desolate, oppressed and suicidal. Lord, we pray that for those who are persecuted because they love you, we pray for those who are full of hate and unforgiveness in their hearts. Teach us to love and forgive. Father, we pray that it will please you to accept our repentance, forgive us all our sins, our negligences and ignorances, and to fill us with the grace of your Holy Spirit and to amend our lives according to your true and holy word. And finally, we pray your word. Be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armour of God, so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. Merciful Father, accept these prayers for the sake of your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen.
0: Diolch yn and Vodgadani, thank you so much once again for being with us this morning. Remember to keep in touch if there's anything that we can do to help or to support you. We are always here for you. And now, as we go out into the world to live and to love as Jesus did, let me pray for God's blessing upon us. The peace of God which passes all understanding. Keep your hearts and your minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, be upon you, and remain with you always. Bendithu holsiag atar de mar bar sprid glan avon ich plith akadriga Amen.